Welcome back to Pace Immigration, paceimmigration.com, talking once again with our guest travel expert, Judith Coates from Wired for Travel. Judith, how are you? I'm great, Sean. How are you doing? Great. Good to see you. Good to get a little bit of a summer update on what's going on with travel. Uh, plenty of Pace Law Firm's clients doing lots of travel, immigration or otherwise. So let's jump right in. We've got random testing is back. We thought we were saying goodbye to it. Lo and behold, it's back. Judith, let's talk about it. Yeah, so uh, effective on July 9th is when it, uh, July 19th it started. And uh, travelers may be selected for random testing. I uh, personally have not had any clients yet who have been selected, but um, it's going to be quite an interesting process for those who are selected. And um, the, what the uh, Canada travel.gc.ca website states is that 15 minutes after you clear customs, if you are selected, you will get an email telling you that you're selected for random testing. That's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, 15 minutes as we were talking off camera, you know, you, you do a ton of traveling. Are you looking at your phone 15 minutes after you get through customs? No, I mean, you're waiting for your luggage. Right after customs is when you go to get your luggage. So you're, you're going to the luggage hall. And then once you get your luggage, you just want to get out of there. So um, it means that I, I'm assuming that they will have signs up telling people to be checking their phone. Now, what that means is that for uh, travelers who aren't from Canada, they will need to go on the Wi-Fi of the airport and log into that so they can check to see if they have an email. And uh, then when they get out 15 minutes later, whatever, if they have the email, it will tell them where they need to go or it will give them instructions. Now, there's no more testing at the airport. So they have to either go to an off-site location or do a remote test via video with a self-test. So they would be actually make an appointment on video to um, get somebody to monitor, the, monitor them while they do the, do the test and to make sure that it's legitimate. Let's move on to the next issue. We've got ArriveCan. The beloved ArriveCan is still uh, in place. We reiterate this all the time, but yes, you do have to have ArriveCan. Download it on your phone, fill it out before you get to the airport or the border or what have you. But Judith, correct me if I'm wrong on any of that. Does it still apply to air travel and at the land border or what's going on? It applies to both. And okay. you can't use the excuse that, well, I'm not from Canada, so I didn't do it. Um, you will be detained if you don't have it filled in. So uh, you need to download the app, app onto your phone. And then you just fill in your details, your your um personal information, your contact information, your vaccination status, and your passport information. And they're constantly updating the app. I've, I've heard that recently it has been um, the, the latest update does really give you smooth sailing. But basically, you get a QR code. And then you just show that uh, actually, there's a, a kiosk that you scan the QR code into. And, uh, and that's what you take to the customs officer. I've been hearing some weird things about like glitches in the system. People have been getting emails later or messages later that they're supposed to be in quarantine or something like that. Are you hearing anything like that? Yeah. Every so often somebody will get a random email saying, you know, you should be reporting your quarantine or something like that. So um, if that happens, you just call public health and they'll just excuse you. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. I mean, hopefully you can get through to people and things. It's just another layer 
that you have to go through when you're traveling, unfortunately. Is, yeah. uh, let's carry on to the next one, which is everybody's been hearing about this uh, nightmare scenarios at the airport when it comes to uh, sitting on the tarmac or getting in through long lines of security. Uh, to I even saw some stuff on Twitter where people were basically crawling over luggage to try and find their bags because there was so much luggage uh, coming off the carousels. Judith, talk about giving yourself plenty of time to get through the airport. Yeah, so basically when you're leaving to come into Canada or if you're departing Canada or even just allow time at the uh, the end when you're arriving in Canada, uh, leave an extra hour or two. Um, for anybody that's departing from a Canadian airport, uh, expect larger crowds because everybody's getting there earlier. So that just makes more crowds. And uh, expect to have a long lineup in security no matter what airport you're leaving from. So if it's from the US or from an international, another uh, country internationally, allow time to uh to check in and if you have a connection most a lot of airlines are allowing you to make a change to your itinerary if your connection is less than two hours or less than 90 minutes say because they know that you're not going to make it through your connection in time so you might want to just ch check your itinerary and go onto your airline website or consult with your travel advisor as to how you can uh, give yourself a longer connection time because we don't want you to miss that connection yeah, yeah. What are you hearing from your clients out there, even yourself, that you've been traveling? I mean, um, it seems kind of hit and miss. I came back from New York recently and it was actually quite quick. And I had friends coming back from somewhere else a couple of hours later and it was brutal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really depends on time of day. And there's no rhyme or reason, like there's no set time of day. Now, however, there is um, on the uh, Arrive Can app and actually there's a, a, a website for the Toronto airport. So I imagine a lot of airports have this, uh, where you can actually go and find out, see what the, the wait time is like at the moment. So that's really helpful too. Although it doesn't really help you if you're like, if you live two hours away from the airport and you have to leave early, like you just need to allow a lot of time. Right. Just give yourself plenty of time. Uh, one last thing, Judith, I did want to ask you about, I know that you were with an industry group and you were pushing to have uh the mandatory testing taken away. Now we've gone back to random testing. What are you hearing in the grapevine? Are these rules going to get more strict in the next couple of months? Or that are you hearing that things might relax a little bit? What's the scuttlebutt that you're hearing? Well, I know there's a really huge push to get rid of the Arrive Can app because there's been so many glitches, but uh, so far they have not announced anything about that. As far as the random testing goes, I believe that they will keep it in place at least until the end of this year because we're heading into the regular flu season and virus season. So right. they want to be monitoring um, variants that are coming into the country. So I think that's why they probably will keep the random testing in place. They might uh, lower it though. They might like test only one in every hundred people or one in every thousand people. They can, you know, they've got the capacity to do that. And, uh, you know, so maybe not as many people will get tested, but I believe it's going to be in place for a while. Okay. Judith, always good to talk to you. Judith Coates at Wired for Travel. You can reach her at Judith at WiredForTravel.com. Judith, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Bye-bye. Take care.